Hi, everyone, and welcome to Strive's How You Lead Matters podcast, where we discuss everything leadership. From tapping into your motivation to feeling yourself with grit, we're here to support you as you discover the character-driven leader in yourself and those around you. I'm Caroline Lettner. And I'm Jared Smith. Hey, Tiff, how are you? Hi, Caroline. I'm well. How are you? How's it going? (laughs) It's going well. Today is a very special episode of our podcast because we have guests on that are our presenting sponsors for the V5K. As all of our listeners know, October is our V5K month, but also October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And our guests on this podcast are coming to us from the Delaware Breast Cancer Coalition on behalf of great stuff. Um, So without further ado, we can go ahead and introduce Mackenzie, who is a public relations coordinator at Delaware Breast Cancer Coalition, and Karen, who is a volunteer at Great Stuff and self-proclaimed connection specialist. Mackenzie and Karen, it's great to have you on. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. So we can go ahead and jump right into it. I would love to learn more about the the work that you all do both at Great Stuff and Delaware Breast Cancer Coalition um, and your mission. Absolutely. So Great Stuff Savvy Resale and Home is an upscale resale boutique located in the Tallyville Shopping Center in Wilmington, Delaware. And the store was founded in October of 2010, making this year its 12th anniversary. And since its inception, the store has donated all net proceeds to the Delaware Breast Cancer Coalition. So all the items in the store are donated by the community. We don't purchase anything from like a retailer. And we're proud to be a local sustainable shopping option as well in Delaware. So that's a lot of information. I'll let you guys digest that. And if you have any more questions. No, that's incredible. That mission is so important. And I I think it's fun when people find creative ways to support missions. I know I enjoy shopping myself. So shopping for a cause is even better. Absolutely. In addition to the great cause and in addition to great stuff, having a mission, can you give us a little fun background on like, how did you come up with the name or even itself great stuff? Is there a story behind that? Mackenzie, do you want to take that or you want me to? I will let you. (laughs) Um, Actually, there's a separate board of directors um, for Great Stuff, which is its own 501c3, but affiliated with the the coalition. Um, It actually started at a board meeting and, you know, some people were hesitant and, and then it it just stuck. And quite frankly, it is the perfect name for us. I mean, we have customers that say, oh my God, you guys have such great stuff. (laughs) And we do. Um, So, you know, it was tossed back and forth in the beginning. I wasn't there for that, but I've been a volunteer for 10 years and the name just applies. Um, We have such generous donators and, you know, we, we filter out something that doesn't quite hold up to our standards but um everything we get for the most part is just 
great stuff. I don't know what else to say. I love and it. savvy is is sort of, you know, the the description of the clothing part of the business. I love it. I love it. This is very inspiring, simply because one of my own relatives is interested in starting a boutique, but for a great cause. And she realizes that it's bigger than her, you know, and she wanted to just sit on the idea for a little while longer. And sometimes when you have businesses, programs, or even ideas, dreams, and aspirations that are slightly bigger than your own human bandwidth, it's it's very important to team up and connect with the right people. And I'm so glad that Great Stuff is able to definitely make their mark, especially here in Wilmington. It's exciting to hear that it's it's local. And if I might just add to that, um, one of the things as a volunteer, first of all, most of us are retired from corporate careers. Wow. A large percentage of the women who volunteer there have personal experience with breast cancer themselves. So, so many of them are survivors and thrivers. And so because I, I think because we come from, you know, professional corporate backgrounds, we're all pretty much self-motivated and and it, it's like a camaraderie family that I've never worked in an environment that was so cohesive. And I, I have to give credit to our managers, Trish and um, Barbara, because they've created a, a work environment and, and fostered that where we all support each other and we all have niches and and I know like that's you know separate and apart from our mission but it's sort of an outgrowth we all we all feel that great stuff is ours and it's our it's a community that's incredible I think you had mentioned that you know corporate background a little bit and you know organization culture is huge that's something we work on a lot at strive and so when you have people coming from a range of backgrounds it can be challenging to get everyone united under one culture but your mission is so important and true to the people that work with you that it sounds like you, know, you all are able to tap into that that's really powerful and i also say one other thing about our volunteers um having led a campaign with a lot of not-for-profits involved, getting a group of talented volunteers for a long period of time is almost unheard of. It, it, it is the, the fact that we have dedicated volunteers, I think speaks well to our leadership and our mission because a lot of volunteers don't stick around. Absolutely. Now you've been hinting at it, but before we hit record here, you let us know that, like you said, you were on a, a fairly large organization working to push this mission. Can you tell us a little bit about your work with AstraZeneca running the National Breast Cancer Awareness Month you know, project? I don't want to take over the interview, but <laughs> basic, basically the, the company started it back, oh gosh, it's probably been 40 years now, because we had a breast cancer drug that treated early breast cancer and women were not getting mammograms. Um, so the whole campaign is based on making sure women get their mammograms, because if breast cancer is caught in its earliest stages, it's the most treatable and the most survivable. 
And so our campaign was devoted to just getting out the word about getting getting a mammogram, doing breast self-exam. If you see something, see your doctor. And so with the partnership, at the time I stopped managing it myself, we had 17 national not-for-profit partners that we basically build a core message and let all of our partners take it to their audience in their own way. So, you know, having, having been, lived and breathed that, um, I understand Mackenzie is probably really busy this month because October, I was not available for anything. Um, but it is a wonderful uh, mission to have women get screened and understand why it's so important, especially for women of color that often um, get diagnosed much later. Mm, that's really, really impactful. Thank you for sharing. And you are not taking over the interview because these are really helpful tidbits. To add on to that, is there anything you think more people should know about breast cancer and potentially preventative steps that they can take? Yeah, that I can't reinforce enough. I had a survivor once say to me, if you catch your breast cancer early enough, it's merely an inconvenience. And we want to take the scare out of breast cancer that the fact is if you if you are diligent and you take care of yourself and you see your doctor and get a mammogram regularly you've got a great chance of going on to leave, live a rich full life so get, you know getting in there and catching it at its its tiniest earliest stages is probably the, the most important thing Absolutely. I'm just going to tack on to that. Early detection can save your life. There's so many survivors that I've talked to that I've met through the Delaware Breast Cancer Coalition that are alive because they caught their breast cancer at an early stage. But also, you're not alone. I think a lot of people, when they face a diagnosis, it feels extremely lonely. But one in eight women will develop breast cancer in their lifetime. And there's so many survivors that are willing to help you and to mentor you, help you get through it because they really understand what you're going through. And that's something that the Delaware Breast Cancer Coalition focuses on a lot and great stuff helps us support those women by the donations that we're able to bring in. And, and I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Um, Mackenzie, I want to add to that, that we, we've kind of become a little support community in the store. Mm -hmm. Um, for, for our customers and for each other, which is just a wonderful, unexpected benefit of the store. Women come in and they tell us their story and they don't know where to turn. And we can send them to the coalition and have them matched up with another survivor who's in a similar situation or had a similar experience. That, that's just an unexpected benefit of, of our, our store. Wow, I'm actually glad you added that, Karen. Thank you so much, Mackenzie, for bringing that on because, I mean, we eventually wanted to talk about the success, you know, of great mm -hmm. stuff and how that comes to, into play. But you've already started embarking on that by talking about, number one, the work environment, 
that contributes positively to success of this particular program and movement, I would like to identify it as. It, it is a movement, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, the resource outreach, like how you all are utilizing the resources that you have internally, whether it's from your past experience with corporate or even just learning how to touch bases with what you have and what you know was important. Educating moments like during shopping, come on. Yes. That mm -hmm. is a no-brainer. And having dedicated volunteers, I mean, no wonder why you have dedicated volunteers because there is a community that you create with these women. And I was just going to ask, outside of it being great stuff, what else do you know and how do you know that you're making an impact? And the fact that you pair individuals up with another coalition, another survival, that's something that it makes me feel great working for a program and a nonprofit like Strive because it's definitely curtailed. It's it's tailored to the the uh, the community that we're reaching. It's definitely tailored to those who are in our backyards that come with daily. So like, thank you so much for real for definitely bringing that in and emphasizing that because that's something that we need. Impacts aren't, they don't necessarily have to be of a big in number, grand scale. The smallest thing makes the most impact and great stuff. You're already doing that. Thank you for sharing that. You're already doing that. Thank the, you. the other thing, just on, on a on a one-on-one -on -one basis, there is nothing that makes any of us happier than to outfit a woman and have her feel good about herself because we have found her the perfect outfit for a wedding or a graduation or, or whatever it is. But and and many survivors shop with us because of the mission. But if you can make somebody feel good about themselves just by buying something that's only been gently loved, that feels great. And it happens every week. I think those little wins are so important. And I, I say little only from the outside looking in, but internally, that's so huge, you know, especially depending on, you know, there was surgery involved, et cetera, helping people feel confident and beautiful and empowered is, is really important. And so doing that work, again, like Tiff said, may not be measured by numbers or statistics, but is measured by experiences of the people you serve and that matters. The other thing is um, a lot of women will donate their um, mastectomy bras to us or their wigs to us to send down to the coalition so that, you know, it's not just raising money, but finding support things that women can use and the coalition welcomes those donations. That's incredible. And I can imagine that those resources aren't easy to come by as many things are. So mm -hmm. you all being a resource there is great. Absolutely. And it's really just about people taking what they have and giving back and using their resources to help others. And our volunteer staff, they are just incredible. I have seen them in action helping women and their faces, the, the faces of the women that they're helping, they just light up. They're just so excited to have this one-on-one -on -one attention. It's a shopping experience like no other. Um, they will, the volunteers will do anything to find the specific thing that you're looking for something that's going to look amazing on your body, even if 
it's maybe not something you would have picked out. They can help you piece it together and they just do an incredible job. You know, I did see on your Instagram the other day, somebody rocking a new kind of pantsuit outfit that was amazing. So I, I don't doubt the stylistic abilities of your staff. (laughs) They're just, it's, it's fun. I mean, it doesn't feel like work. That's the other thing. When you, when you come in, you look forward to coming in and, and doing your shift. That's really incredible. And that matters. Now, Tiff, I don't want to take our, our one big question away from you. So do you want to jump on our, our question? We ask all guests on the, how you lead matters podcast. Absolutely. Mackenzie, Karen, I mean, you all are doing, and the team alone are doing a phenomenal job. And like you said, it doesn't feel like work. However, you are leading in a capacity. What is leadership look like to you? How does great stuff lead in the community? What does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it sound like? We lead by our energy and enthusiasm and example. I mean, that's just from my perspective. I'm sure Mackenzie has another perspective, but but we create a positive experience and impact on our community and our women. Absolutely. And the environment is so positive. You walk in and it's just in the air. You just feel like you're at home. It's just a great place to be. Um, But also the individuality of the store is just so distinct with our mission and the fact that everything comes from the community and the money eventually goes back into the community. Right in Delaware, everything stays local. I think a lot of other organizations don't necessarily have that experience. And it's just such a pleasure that we're able to give back from other people's donations. It's just a circle of generosity. Wow, that's exactly what I was thinking about. I mean, it it, it jumps off the word like altruism and paying it forward and um, a reciprocity. It just seems like that texture of community is what's needed. amidst all of that I know when there's leadership and then there is a call to leadership um, there's also moments where we may experience challenges are there moments where great stuff or even the staff are there moments where you feel a challenge or maybe overwhelmed because of so much positivity and energy that you bring into what you do well, what, one thing for sure, there was at around the time of COVID, there was a feeling that we might not reopen. And and all of the volunteers I know were devastated because it has so much meaning to all of us. So so that was one experience. But then I think the, the other challenge is that um, we had a singular manager and two co-managers and we went down to two co-managers just for financial reasons. And we closed our home store and incorporated that into our retail store. So, you know, we've had we, we've had strife and overcome it with a great, our board provides great leadership as well. Um, and the other thing is our managers involve all of the volunteers 
in what's going on at the board level, at the coalition level. So we're not we're not left in the dark about anything. Um, so that's a wonderful environment. And also sometimes it's overwhelming with the number of donations we get. Uh, Mackenzie's probably seen this. You come in and you go to the back room and it's like, oh, how are we going to process all this stuff? Because yeah. there's so much of it. I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that's a, a great problem to have. <laughs> but right. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, because oh. most, most listeners may think like a challenge could be um, maybe taken in a negative connotation, but being overwhelmed by goodness does exist and being overwhelmed with positivity definitely exists. And that's some of the living spaces that we're in. Um, and that's simply because we're trying to either process it, um, either physically handling it, you know, we're just all trying to make sense of it. And it does the heart very well. Trust me, it does the yeah. heart very well. <laughs> can, can I just make one other comment about the volunteers and leadership? Our two co-managers co-manage really well together. And they have sort of let the volunteers find their own area of expertise so there's one gal who has used to sell jewelry and she knows jewelry very well. So she's in charge of the jewelry department. There's another woman who knows designer clothes really well. And so we hold back things for her to evaluate and let us know how they should be priced. There's another gal who used to own a shoe store with her husband and she's in on all the, the pricing and marking of items. And of course, I have my little video thing on Saturdays, but each of us has, has kind of found our own niche in the store. And it, it, it's, it's evolved such that the managers sort of see that and pull it out of us. Another gal is really good with IT. So she's, you know, sort of in addition to the retail side, she's helped up with the IT stuff. So, you know, we all have found, and I, I think in reading that book, Good to Great, it's, you know, good leaders hire the best people and then find a way to work with them and, and hone their skills and use their skills. And I think that's what great stuff does for all of us volunteers. Yes, and can I just mention that Karen's videos, her contribution is not small at all. It is not little. Um, she makes these videos on Saturdays. We call them Savvy Saturday videos. And she picks some items in the store and shows how to make a great outfit. Or she picks something that might be on trend, a color or a type of shoe. Something that people are looking for shows that we have that item in the store, how she would style it. And people are just obsessed with her videos. They recognize her out in public now. She's like our mini celebrity at Great Stuff. Yeah, I'm a celebrity, <laughs> Delaware celebrity. <laughs> but you know what? It, we couldn't do it if we didn't have all this great stuff. And, and to be able to find things that came in from different sources and they just work together. Um, I, I've always loved clothes. So, you know, my, my mom and used to help me play dress up when I was growing up. So I think that's that's probably where I get this from. 
but we get magnificent pieces that you know, people come in looking for them. Yeah, I need, Karen, I need you to come style me. I think I'm going to come into the store because I do not know what's on trend and I do not always stay up to date. So I'm going to tap into your resources there. Okay. <laughs> we love to do that. And, and, you know, like I'm not the only one. We have this this volunteer that's been with us from the start, Kathy. She's the one we go to when somebody needs something for a special occasion because she's just got a knack for dressing somebody's body type and and the event itself. So it's not just me, it's all of us. I just happen to be a ham enough to go on video. You're too funny. You're too humble as well. It sounds like I'm glad you've got Mackenzie with you who can sing your praises occasionally because it's clear the work that you all are doing is making a big impact. Mostly it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> it is fun. It. Yeah. You have to, you have to love the work that you do. It is, it is challenging to dread it because we do spend a lot of time there. So I know I am grateful to love the work we do here and I'm glad to hear the same with you all. Um, before we wrap up, is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners? We, we cannot express how grateful we are more to you all that, that you are sponsors for the V5K and we're so grateful to continue to collaborate with you all. But is there anything else you would like to share for our listeners? Um, I will add something quickly. Our impact, of course, we donate every all the proceeds to the Delaware Breast Cancer Coalition. But additionally, because everything is donated and all the items are secondhand, gently used, or sometimes not ever used at all, um, we're lessening the harm of the fast fashion industry. And we are trying to recognize our positive impact on the environment as well. Um, there aren't a whole lot of options that are affordable that are also sustainable. And so we're excited to bring that to our community. That's an excellent point, Mackenzie. And we, we try to stress that. But the other thing is, I think um, resale is having a moment, mm -hmm. um, be, a lot of it because of the fast fashion and, and sustainability issues, but also helping people find who they are by how they dress. And I think, you know, because resale is getting so popular now, it's even better for us because our market is expanding. You hit right on um, what I felt in my heart regarding um, how important this fits into like self-care, how important it also fits into their community and those who experience this, um, that self-care in the healing process. Um, and even afterwards, you know, after um, an individual has been cleared or they have survived, how can they keep surviving? You know, how can they keep on living life um, the best way that they can? And clearly you make room for individuals to first and foremost express themselves. And that's through the way that they dress, how they may feel for the day or how they may want to feel for a special occasion. It's, it's really heartfelt and this definitely hits home for me. So I really appreciate you, Mackenzie and Karen, for sharing such great details and great stories about great stuff, you know? <laughs> Thank well, you. Well, and, 
and our managers, I, I have to say, you know, because I know you, you focus on leadership, our managers help the volunteers grow into their best selves and they don't micromanage us. They, they see that we know what we're doing now go forth and get it done. And, you know, they'll, they'll guide us if need be, if, if there's a particular focus, but really they, the, the, our two managers allow us to be our best selves. And I think that's important for any organization. Yeah. And I honestly think that that's why we connect already. It's, it's leadership is definitely how you lead really matters. Shout out to them, to the managers at Great Stuff Savvy because- Trisha um, and Barbara. Shout out to Trisha and Barbara because the way that you all are emphasizing the work environment and the way that you're emphasizing how individuals can find their own niche and just be able to grow and cultivate from that, that's that's the best thing ever. And trust me, Strive has been able to do the same. Shout out to you, coach. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> you are too funny. You are too funny. All right. Well, incredibly grateful that we have been able to have you on here. As Tiff said, a lot of shared viewpoints on leadership and impact and and what it means to really serve the people that you are around and so said it before and I'll say it again we are so grateful to have you all as sponsors for the v5k do a quick shout out to anyone who hasn't registered quite yet make sure to sign up for the v5k it's happening October 24th through November 4th and make sure to celebrate breast cancer awareness month this October by coming to great stuff and getting personally styled by their incredible staff <laughs> And McKinley, thank you for having us. How can we find you on social media outlets via Facebook or Instagram? Let us know. Is there a website? Yes. So we do have a website, but we post a lot of um, fun outfits and stuff on our social media. So I'll direct you there first. Um, our Instagram is at great stuff DE. And then the Facebook is at great stuff resale, but you can just type in Great Stuff Savvy Resale and Home, and you should be able to find us. And then our website is greatstuffresale.com. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you all so much. We hope you have a great rest of your day and keep doing the important work that you're doing. And thank you to everyone who tuned in today. How You Lead Matters podcast comes out on a monthly basis. And if you are looking for more content, where should they look, Jaren? You can follow us on all socials at How You Lead Matters or email us today to schedule your own Strive workshop. Talk to you next month. Peace.